Hello and welcome to the first episode of the new chemistry season. Today I'm going to be talking about the particulate nature of matter, which is essentially just a way of explaining how solids, liquids and gases, which are the three states of matter, are different from each other, and how different particles of these states of matter interact with one another. There is also a fourth, which is plasma, but we won't concern ourselves with that at the moment. Okay, let's begin by talking about solids. Solids have some interesting properties, most of which you'll probably be aware of. Solids always have a fixed volume and shape, and they don't tend to flow in the same way that liquids do. They also can't be compressed very easily. Now, I say that they don't tend to flow very easily, and this is where we have to be aware of powders, which are of course still solids, but they're made up of very small, fine grains that do appear to fill the container they're put in. However, if we were to look closely enough at them, we would see that the molecules of the powder were clumped really close together, still not quite filling every airspace like a liquid would do. So, how do we explain a solid then? Well, the particles are arranged in a very regular pattern and sit very close to each other. They all vibrate around a fixed point. All molecules will vibrate slightly as a result of having energy. The reason we get absolute zero at minus 273.15 degrees Celsius is because that is the temperature at which we've taken so much energy from the atoms in a substance that they stop vibrating altogether. So, liquids. Liquids have a fixed volume just like solids, but no definite shape, i.e. they fill the container they're in, flowing easily. Liquids, just like solids, can only be compressed a little, if at all. In a liquid, the particles have more energy than the particles in a solid, so they slip and slide around each other just a little bit more. The particles have no lattice structure between them, and so are arranged randomly, which is why they can fill the shape of the container they're in. They're still quite close together, though. And finally, let's talk about gases. Gases are very interesting because they in fact have no fixed volume or shape and they will spread out randomly in each direction if released into the air, which is a process called diffusion, but we'll talk about that later on. Gases, since the molecules have so much energy, can easily be compressed because the molecules are so far apart from one another. They whiz around the container they're in, moving randomly. Now, these states are not fixed for a particular substance. When the particles gain or lose energy, they can change state. The temperature that that happens at changes for different substances. Of course, we know that water freezes at zero degrees Celsius and boils at 100 degrees Celsius. So let's say we have a, a beaker of liquid water. If we take it and heat it up, it will begin to evaporate and become steam. Now, if we were to capture all that steam, it would eventually condense back down to room temperature to become a liquid again. If we put that water in the freezer, say, it would lose even more energy to the surroundings, becoming a solid ice. So this is called freezing or solidifying. Now, if we took that ice and left it outside, it would eventually turn back into water. This is called melting. Now, sometimes solid particles can gain so much energy at once that they actually bypass the liquid state altogether. This is called sublimation. The name is used actually to describe both the change from solid to gas and from gas to solid, so it works both ways. Some substances, such as carbon dioxide and solid iodine, can do this. Well, today we've covered much of what really underlies quite a lot of chemistry. In the next episode, I'll be explaining these changes of state in a bit more detail and explaining some kinetic theory. Anyway, until then, thank you for listening.